Bienvenidos, everyone, to DC TVD, episode number two. Oh my God! Number I love two. it. I love it. We call this episode Molly Poppin'. Hey, hey. Molly Poppin'. We Actually, got... pop some Molly just before. <laughs> so. It's like that time we wanted to bust with Mickey Avalon. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Most we'll awkward talk interview yes. ever. We'll talk yes, about yes. That afterwards. So yes. I am one of your co-hosts, Ian Taranji. Uh, mm. With me tonight, the exquisite. Michelle Bush. Hello, Ooh. hello, hello. Exquisite. The Venerable, Marcus K. Dowling. Hello, hello. Marcus, what's going on? I'm fantastic. And we brought in, uh, as our special guest this week, hey. the One Love Massive CEO, the Queen. The Queen. The, the Queen Bee here at the, at the HQ. Molly Rulin, thank My, you. Welcome. Thank you, man. It's cool to be a, a guest on this show. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Not about only it. are you a guest on our show, you're the first guest. Oh. Well, no, actually, we no, had second no, guest. We had EU. We had EU. Yeah, on we had last EU week. stop through we had last EU. week, and that's that was right. cool. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Oh, he's so super dope. He is. He's right. so, so smart, dude. So sweet. Just, just everything about him. You're the first female. Well, there yes, you go. That you can always say, "Well, it can't get any worse than that show, huh?" You know. So it's nothing but up from here. Oh. Welcome, welcome. Uh, if you're if you're tuning in, if you're able to tune in week one, thank you. Uh, we we appreciate it, and we're brought to you here uh, by One Love Massive. We're recording live from the One Love Massive HQ, right across the street from uh, the historic Howard Theater. Oh my God! Sorry, <laughs> I'm new to this technology thing. <laughs> Molly's checking her phone right now. No, I'm so. sharing the I'm sharing the feed so everyone <laughs> yes. knows. Yes, please do. I'm not able to do it, so yeah. go ahead and tag me, I guess. Um, all right, so like last week we did like our whole intro. I figure we're just gonna let's just let's just get into it. Let's just jump into it. Dang it. Um, the one thing that I want viewers, listeners to know about this show is we really do try to plan in advance what we're going to talk about. Try is Tr- the key. Try word. is right. the key word because I think I sent around some like preliminary show notes a couple of days ago, and then I filled in like the the Trello thing uh, uh, yesterday. Shout out to Trello. <laughs> and right. so Trello. here I am. Here I am at like three o'clock this afternoon texting everyone. I'm like. Fuck it, rip it all up. This is <laughs> this is what we're doing now. <laughs> that's the that's the that's the mo. That's the modus operandi. I this, have a feeling that's the way. I have a feeling that's the way it's gonna be. Like pretty much every week now. I so. prefer to be unprepared personally. That's just my jam. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna jump in because like uh, uh, you know a lot of stuff's gone on here in the co- last couple of days and we're gonna get into it all. Last couple of hours. I call yeah. this first segment the sunken place. Oh, yeah. On, the sunken go. place. I have a vacation home there. Here mm. we go. Michelle, why don't you kick us off? Let us know who first of all is in the sunken place, <laughs> and why. My God. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been a week. So. The sunken place, obviously, is Kanye West. Yeah. Kanye, for a very long time, has just been off. And some of us are maybe a little concerned about that. Does it coincide with his uh, romantic uh, life and Mm, the choices choices that he's made? It started there, but then, you know, I mean, it it didn't really start. Okay, it started with his mother passing away. Absolutely. Hands down. That was was my point where I was going. Right. And then it's, you know, it goes into, 
I mean, if you go back to like 88 Keys' Stay Up, like 0809. Yeah. In that song, he talks about his affinity for Kim Kardashian. Yep. Like, it's literally in that song. There's like oh, a bar man. where he's talking about Kim in like 2008. That's creepy. So and and which knows was she on in 2008? Right, exactly. And, and, you know, so years later, he achieves the goal that he has put out in song. And he's comfortable. That's the thing about Kanye being in the sunken place, quote unquote. He's comfortable here. This is a place <laughs> that this is a place that he willfully went. He's like he's yeah. not like Lamar Odom that like met a Kardashian in a club and was like, oh, this is Blinded. cool. Like, oh wow. Shout out to Rich Soil. Yeah, look at look at her body. My God, I have to do I have to meet her. No, Kanye was like, I want to be with this woman. No questions, no ifs, no ands, no buts. And he's been there, and he's been comfortable there. They have procreated and had children. Yeah. He's invested. So, like, any discussion of him in the sunken place, true. But it's not the sunken place, like, get out. It's another sunken place, because there's multiple sunken places now. <laughs> but this is what <laughs> I, I didn't... He's willfully here. He, like is wi- he is willfully here, and this is what kind of got me. Now you're taking pictures of your empty house... Which to me just proves an empty soul. Like, we know. I feel like I'm now in a sunken place because of Kanye's sunken place. What did Gabby Sidibe say on, on Twitter? Oh, the sunken place has Wi-Fi. We get, we <laughs> yeah, get it. And exactly. then I then posted it on Facebook and said the sunken place has Wi-Fi and media outlets. Exactly. We well, get it. Like, how do you know you're in the sunken place when you have to tweet out that you're not in the sunken place? Right, he's. Oh, if you're tweeting, if you're tweeting that out, I you're kind of like tweeting. You're in, the, <laughs> you're in the sunken place. I mean, I feel like he, when he gets on Twitter, he has to go through the whole sign-in process of I forgot my password. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> because there's no way. I'm pretty he sure can... he's got fingerprint like ID r- locked and loaded. I mean, something. We should probably just explain like what 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 exactly happened. So Kanye, I guess what well, he was he's been off Twitter for a while. Like maybe oh. maybe two or three years now. Really? Has it been, yeah. been that years? long? Yeah, he's been off of Twitter for a long time. I thought it was maybe like mm. a year. Like okay. He's taking time away. Team. Yeah, no doubt. No he's doubt. been da- he dabbled with Instagram. Like, I get this. Kanye's like your uncle that thinks he's cool. He's at that point now. He's like your uncle that thinks he's cool. So <laughs> <No>. he's like, <laughs> "Yo, no. I'm gonna sign on Instagram." <laughs> And I'm going to gram some stuff. I'm going to do it for the gram because that's what the kids say say. is cool. Like, I can just imagine (laughs) that, like, he sits around with, like, Kylie and Kendall. And they're talking about about something on Instagram. And he's like, what are you all talking about? And they're like, oh, Instagram. I heard about Instagram. (laughs) What can I put on Instagram? Like, dope pictures, Kanye. And you'll get all the likes. Can I get more likes than y'all? Maybe. No. And then it's like it's a game. It's Def- a game at that not. point. Definitely not. And I think the thing with Twitter that's fascinating is that he sees where Twitter is, you know, failing. Like they're they're still making money, but mm-hmm. the user base isn't what it was ten years ago. And he's seen what Donald Trump has done in galvanizing a base via Twitter. Whoa! So like in the same way, he's like, okay, so I got I got numerous records coming out. I've produced records for Nas. I've produced a whole album with Kid Cudi. I got an album coming myself. And speaking of Nas, yeah, another oh, one. Another one. You know, oh no! In, in he, beat, he beat Khalees. 
Yeah. I think yeah. it's a combination what? of they beat each other. Yeah, there you go. They they were they were a, a yeah. Well, let's, yeah, no, it's let's just but, but but let's just really quickly back to get back to Kanye Sorry. here. Yeah. It's he, all he he posted all of this Twitter stuff, basically okay. saying, "I love Trump." He and I share dragon dragon energy. energy apparently is a thing. Not yeah. not only not bro. only on Game of Illuminati. Thrones. I mean, um, also by the way, shout out. We've got some Sutter Home oh White Zinfandel. That's right. Yeah. Uh, we've got Jameson Irish That's whiskey. Right. Shout here. out. Shout out to our future and, sponsors. Uh, <laughs> this the weed is legal here in the District of Columbia. That's right. Yeah. So. I'm embarrassed about that Sutter home, but it's okay. I drank some. It's, it's I, I think we we all yeah. drank some. We all drank yeah. some. Yeah, I think that, that either that either put us into the sunken place or it's this first step. It's like unicorn tears. I haven't figured I haven't figured out which it is. Which it is. I think the the real fear here with Kanye is that what if all of this actually works? Oh. What if? What do you mean by works? Are okay, we, are so, we talking? So, he is so, elected president. No, well, that's that's or the long tail. Like a million that, fucking. That's albums. the long tail. The short tail is he everybody energizes talks about him for right, a week. Everybody talks about him for multiple weeks. So that'll happen. And he does the pop cultural equivalent of what Donald Trump did to like get elected get elected president. And he's able to like you know push as many streams as Drake or Major Lazer or whatever you mm. know people care about in that realm and. He's able to then have a platform that is stable because he is a relevant musical artist. The one thing yeah. that Kanye West is right now isn't right now is a relevant musical artist. Correct. He is a pop cultural icon. He is a legacy performer, but he's not a relevant musical artist by any stretch. Well, not yet. Right. I mean, but let's but, see. Let's see what happens. Right. But but I think that the thing is with this whole social when media his push stuff drops is even if it's not good, if you can maintain people talking about him and possibly even via his music because the thing I think that people haven't stopped to realize is that what is the lyrical content of this music going to be? And is he now, given that he has succeeded on social media, going back and possibly re-recording songs? I mean, you could end up easily and feasibly with the, fr with the first ever pro-Donald Trump rap anthem in the age since Donald yeah. Trump was elected president. My God, I don't. I, mm. And it'll be a <laughs> banger. It'll be heat. It will be heat rocks. It will be, you know, like straight, I'll just I'll like, just wait for your for your article. Right, anthemic yeah. I'm not trap and cry at my desk. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm not listening. <laughs> anthemic trap banger. No doubt, no doubt. That people will want to listen to over and over and over again. And you know, like if it was if it's as good as like, you know, say it's like uh, like power or something, and it's like a song that everybody wants to hear. Not one man should have all that power. Exactly. All right. That's a, pl a great place to end it right there.
we are back. Welcome back to DC TBD. We're just killing, killing the royalty-free jazz right there in between segments. Love it. Love it. It sounds like non-royalty-free jazz. That's excellent. I love it. <laughs> it's very good. It's sounds very good. great. Um, we have, again, we have our special guest, Molly Ruland, on here with us today, and we are going to we're gonna get into some DC politics at some oh point, but boy. I wanna, oh but I wanna hit up. Disagree. I hope somebody knowledgeable <laughs> shows up to <laughs> speak on my behalf. <laughs> you know nothing about DC. <laughs> I don't. But I like to call. I like to call this segment. It's a weekly segment called "This Week in P45." P being president. Yeah. Not whatever sick innuendos you all are thinking about no, I mean, they're, not, they're not sick they are, they're literally part of presidential campaigns but no. that's neither here nor there he, he's sick though <laughs> yeah, p45 <laughs> i call this our humiliation episode okay. of uh, this week in p45 because <coughs> donald had a kind of a busy week this week he uh spent time with uh french president emmanuel macron Bonjour. um he Bonjour. Comment ça va? How, how do you put this? He kind of like humiliated Macron, sort of like uh, carried him around by the hand, yeah. led him around by the hand. And, and then he got up in front of everybody and humiliated him. Yeah, well, that's true. That's so. true. That was nice. Uh, the, our VA nominee, uh, Dr. Ronnie Jackson, he had to withdraw his name today. Um, Jim Comey is still Why? out. Jim Comey is still out there hurling, hurling bombs. Uh, he was on Fox and Friends this morning for a good 20 to 30 minutes. I still have not been able to find an unedited video of the entire segment. It'll be up um, tomorrow. Don't but worry. I, but I, I, I read the highlights, and um, it's not good. It's not good for the old man. <laughs> and then, of course, there's he's you know he's reveling in the whole Kanye West adulation, and um, you know we already discussed that in the sunken place, Kanye. Mm. Come did back, you, did come you back see home, Macy Kanye. Gray's hat? Yes, make Kanye great again. Make Kanye great again. Oh, yeah. I love <laughs> Macy Gray. College so dropout too, maybe. So, okay. Let's talk first about that VA, uh, uh, the VA pick. It was Dr. Ronnie Jackson, who was the president's personal physician, yeah. that Donald Trump then nominated to run the Veterans Affairs Administration, which is a fairly large. Complex no big deal. government mm -hmm. bureaucracy with right. several thousand employees, the health care of several hundred thousand military veterans around okay. the country, and Donald Trump was just basically like, you know, I'll, I'll like. I like you. I like you. I'm oh. gonna nominate you to be yeah. Secretary of VA. You're a doctor. Know. You're you're a veteran. Um, you're you're my guy. I want to jump in here. Um, <laughs> I think that there's a there's a destabilization happening. With the number of people that circle in, that cycle in and out of these jobs, that to me is clear. You think? I, I oh, I feel like I know <laughs> almost at this point, where it's like, and you get like a declining return of investment with each of these people. So to the to the point where there's a reason for that, right? There's a very clear and obvious reason because what because because when it's time to, you know, like do the the, the next presidential election in 2020. The next group of people that are going to attempt to fill these positions are not exactly going to be, are, are either going to be like super overqualified for the job in a way that like will almost like I renege don't, I don't the last four be. years or, or we're just going to end up at a place where it's going to be like the Hollywood Squares. 
where it's going to be yeah. like, hey, the Secretary of State is Chris Jenner. Oh, no. No. Because why not? No. Why would you even bring well, her? I mean, I'm just Kanye saying. I mean, she has taken over everything she else. She is kind of killing the game right now. Yeah. Yeah. And if Kanye wins in 2020, right. I got to believe there's a spot in the cabinet for I mean, it's Mama Chris. My we're, God, I'm moving we're to at Toronto. This, and, and there, I'm, I'm moving mean, to L.A. to get me a spot on that. <laughs> I'm moving to Mexico City. But, that's kind of, but I think that's kind of where we Too are cold right now. Toronto. Because the other side of this is that Trump is very much at the core of himself going to be pro-privatization of all of these essential services. So yes. something like the Veterans Administration, say how many, like you're, you're like, how many give or take veterans are you know, currently getting health care? Several hundred thousand, I, 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 yeah. I believe, is the number. So if you, question, And increasing every single day. Right, so if you find someone who, if you find an organization, a private organization, that is willing to just like, throw money at the problem and, you know, get American doctors, especially those in flyover states and in, like, you know, the, 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 the Appalachian area, opportunities to work with these, you know, like, destitute yeah, We can't even get veterans. doctors to accept Medicaid. Like, there's a lot to of doctors... Si to sign up on time. There's a lot of doctors that don't even take Medicaid. But you're circumventing government policy at this point. I mean, that's, that's been the story of the last 18 months, is we just circumvent government policy. So it's like, I, I think well, that after the midterm election, if, if all of these people don't make it past the midterm election, which I don't perceive they will, Ronnie Jackson got knocked out in what, like three days? Yeah. Pretty <laughs> much. Pretty, <laughs> much, pretty like, much. Pretty much. After the midterm elections, it's, it's wide open. It's like, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, you know, like name me a, a giant you know, Pfizer. You guys got two million dollars, two billion dollars. You want to throw in to you know help all these veterans out because you know we can't seem to get anybody to head up the Veterans Administration. Yeah. So, so this guy yeah. is 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 grossly unqualified. We also had some allegations that he was quote he was like drunk on the job. There was some I mean, allegations that. <laughs> but but does it surprise anybody that? This is somebody who P45 picked. Well, yeah, I mean that's uh, you, we talked on our on our dummy pod that never 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 aired. And we talked about I think it should. We talked about <laughs> me. Mm. It, it'll be it'll be a deep cut someday, I think. <laughs> but uh, but it, it's it's a it's a window into his decision making, and I I honestly think he's sitting here having a conversation with his doctor. He's feeling the personal rapport, of course, and he's like, you know what, I'm. I'm gonna nominate you to to to, to lead the VA. He must have been holding like, his hand. Like no vetting, no no. Let me bring in my staff to consult. Let's you know. Let's 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 take our top five candidates. Let's bring them all in for interviews. Let's make it really tough on them. Let's find out how they perform under pressure because it's obviously every last detail of their lives is going to be on display for the public. Let's let's figure this out. Let's really get to the bottom of it pick the right guy, and then just put the entire weight of the White House behind getting him over the finish line in the Senate. There's none of that. I think Donald was just like, yep. Ian. Him. VA. Ian. VA. They're, they're all guilty. Every last <laughs> single one like, of them. They're all guilty. They're like, guilty of something. Right. Like that's But you know what? Honestly, it gives me hope. Like, <laughs> right. I feel like, you know, I used to think that, like, in order to be president or to excel in the United States, like, the highest 
pinnacle that you had to have like intelligence or like no you have to respect be for humans well, let's let's but be like clear. clearly you could just like break the law your whole life and like you know just like do whatever the fuck you want and like you too could be a multi-millionaire prior to 2016 that right. was that was mostly mostly the state of affairs through the history of our republic right. i mean but but people had we can always we can always pick apart you know uh, a W here or but uh, people you know, had legitimate backgrounds uh, they their 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 you yeah. know their their, their allegiance real with, qualifications right their allegiance with the right side of the law was was questionable but their qualifications were more than obvious right, right that was the thing and now we're at a point now because we're you know this is like post apocalyptic world. Where you know ups <laughs> up you know up is down and left is right. That's right. Where it's like right. okay, so you're clearly a criminal, but you you kind of know something about this thing. So let's like slide you uh, a check, because that's yeah. what it is. It's like slide you a check, buddy. Here you oh, go. Oh, that's Have another. Fun. We're all friends here. That's right? another. That's another topic we can we can we can we don't, can get into. But don't mind the Russian handwriting on the check. Yeah. No matter what, like that Russian handwriting doesn't actually exist. It's okay. But but I also want to talk about um, something that I don't think any of us actually witnessed. Did you see the Fox and Friends? No, interview? I didn't. Did no, you? I, I've I've heard about it, and I, I read some some transcript pieces of it. So. Yeah, I've read some transcript pieces and read a few, you know, think pieces on it. But uh, it sounds like, look, anytime you can get the president on record, even if he is calling into Fox and Friends. Wow. From the Oval uh, Office. <laughs> from the Oval Office. Well, I don't know. He was probably on the shitter or something. I mean, no, I'm sure he's got his. He's seven, sure, he's got his. He's like got seven thirty in the morning. He's got his. He's got his. He's got his. You know, uh, his his McGriddle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, in hand. McGriddle. <laughs> <laughs> he loves his McDonald's. I'm saying he's got a McGriddle, maybe a big breakfast. Two and hash, he's like two hash browns or one. I can't even handle that. Like <laughs> pictures of him with his like fucking cheeseburgers and shit from McDonald's. Right. Or whatever. It's like. Uh, and he's got yeah. and he's got the hotline to Fox, <laughs> so he could call into like the the, the control booth. Wow. He's like, hey, it's Don. Newsflash. Put me on air. He, does, he, does he call himself Don? I'm sure he does. Hey, this is Don. But I feel I like me on air. I think he, he or he's like. Or hey. this is the president. <laughs> I feel like this is the circle of life, though, because the president, him. our president right now, gets I I feel like and 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 people have actually done studies on this about his 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 tweets and the timing between the tweets and the segments on Fox and Friends. So he's clearly up watching Fox and Friends, getting angry like every Fox viewer in America, getting angry at at liberals whatever. And um he that's that's where he gets his information. This is a man who has access to the most sophisticated intelligence, the most sophisticated analytics on the economy on everything. He gets his information from Fox and Friends. But here he is giving them content. Right. He's giving content to the show where he receives all his content. Like, I bet he got off the phone and, like, caught the last few seconds and was like, yeah, that's a really smart guy they've got on Fox and Friends now. It's like, me. Forgetting it was him. I mean, it's... When is this going to be over It's with? the circle of life. Oh, that's I, I wrote something this week on uh, Facebook about that. We're 33% through. Yeah. Oh, my God. The that's the, the best things I've heard. Yeah, there you go. Wow. 33% <laughs> worth of time. Yeah. So of, course, of course, I had to piss on... on on the cornflakes. Yeah, there. exactly. You were I like, said, I said, you're 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 assuming a four year term. It might only be fifteen percent. <laughs> well, listen, man. <laughs> <laughs> I have you a know? bet. I have a bet. I have a bet with one of my buddies. Shout out Teji Singh. Uh, we have a bet. We have actually a series of bets about Trump because we were at the bar one night and he was like, man, this guy's fucking. You know, he's gonna he's gonna get impeached. I'm like, he's not gonna get impeached. 
No, because he's, he's like he's like. It, it, so 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 the bet that we made was he's. I bet he's not going to be impeached. Um, and then I actually bet I think he's more likely to get reelected than he is to be removed. I, th- oh, I think the bet was removed from office, not just impeached. Frankly, I expect him to be impeached yeah. when Democrats take over this my, year. Please, God, let that happen. Yeah, my greatest fear is that the Democratic Party doesn't have anybody electable. <laughs> and this is and 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 to, to key into what Chance the Rapper said today. We're going back to the sunken place. Yeah, We're because you have to. We have to go back to the sunken place. Because it's politically, it's politically relevant. Chance the Rapper made a relevant political point today. Of all the people, <laughs> Chancellor Bennett, relevant political, uh, political he's actually a guy. He's actually a guy I would expect to make relevant Right, in 2018, because everybody has something to say about politics and everybody's you know, point matters. But Chance is a smart guy. I would listen right. to him for the most part, even though I disagree with him here. Yeah, go ahead. So go ahead. he said, number one. All black people don't have to be Democrats. Right. Which, by the way, Cory Booker, I'm sure, just like died and <laughs> fell, off, fell out of his chair and, you know, just like shriveled into the earth. Well, I've got Cory Booker's messaging, but go ahead. Right. I'm thinking <laughs> that's what he's, he's, he's shriveled and, and died. He's like, wait, millennials are not going to vote for me now. And on top of that, you know, this means that if you're a black Republican, you're like, oh, my God, like, I, I can't be like a Herman Cain supporter. I have to be cool all of a sudden. And there are zero cool black Republicans. Maybe zero. My, maybe zero. my godmother was cool. Mm-hmm. Well, Lester Holt was cool, but he's no longer a Republican. Lester right. Holt, I would not describe as cool. Like, <laughs> I, think I, I describe him as competent and smart. Right. I don't know that cool is but the word I would I'm use but for like, Lester Holt. But there's Holt. no, and there's no <laughs> independent party. We're an NBC Nightly News household, so I mean, right. we love Lester Holt. But, but there's uh, not an independent third party that actually stands a chance at any sort of electo- mm-hmm. elective con- you know, conversation in, in, in America. Right, there is not. Yeah. So there is not because I think people who people who believe that 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 there is going to be this rise of a third party, I think they misunderstand the fundamental nature of political parties. Political parties are fundraising machines that yes. then disperse money where they think it's going to net them a return on right. investment. I mean, that's 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 all they are. I mean, the, in the 2016 presidential election, each side spent around a billion dollars. Right. So, like, if you're Jesus. the Green Party... That was you, gross. <laughs> <laughs> that was I gross. mean, this is just... This is, this is, this numbers, is just right? reality. DNC, this is the RNC, they're, they're just... This is, this is the reality, and this is why... This is why I, I, I take issue with what Chance says, because I feel like that kind of mentality that, you know... Um, that African Americans can just like like shit on the Democratic Party. That's why we have done. That's a, a part of the reason. I mean, in, in 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 an election that was so tight, there's a million different factors that if they flip, you know, you, you you pick five or six that flip the other way, and 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 we're in a different place. But one of those factors was uh, was African American turnout, Latino turnout, Latino percentages. The Latino right. percentage of support for Donald Trump was a lot higher than I thought it was going to be. African Americans did not turn out for Hillary Clinton in the same numbers that they did for Barack Obama, and you know there's there's you know some obvious optics and reasons why that is, but but there was also there was also a lot of coordinated efforts to kind of like shit on on Hillary and shit on Democrats, and you know look when you're on the field of play in particularly in presidential politics, you have two choices. Right. You have two choices. Here's, here's you're either I'm Democrat. Or Republican, one of those two is going to be the president, and if you're not picking a side, you're picking a side. But here's my here's my fear when I think about 2020, and it's relevant to this conversation, is that private industry, global private industry, 
is, is making 10 times the money that America is making right now, like to a factor of 10. So if you look at like Tencent and Alibaba and any great number of like Arab oil sheiks that would want to like buy interest in American politics, like they're making scads of money. I don't know. Arab oil is not a, a, a buy, I think, from a macroeconomic no, but I standpoint. Feel like, no, but I feel like if you're, mad at, if you're mad enough at Donald Trump, which is really, he's a really easy person to get mad at. Clearly, because we're all mad at him. Right, and if you think, <laughs> and if you, and if you're thinking that he's going to like infringe upon your freedoms and abilities to have America as a marketplace for whatever widget it is that you sell, whether that be oil or you know like digital subscriptions to you know websites, whatever it is, and you can buy interest in American politics via a rapper or a a, a, a politician willing to be bought. Or somebody who just They're has all a really, or somebody who has a really cogent idea of how to put together a platform. That's where the third party comes from, because people respond best to money right now, because we're in a recession that we're probably not going to get out of for another era, at least. That's my greatest fear when I look at 2020, is the fact that we've said you have to, you there's there's no third party. This third party thing can't happen. Some, you could literally throw money at people right now in, in America because America is where it is, and we've shut down our borders because we don't have the, 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 the ability to like you know just create this largesse of you know windfall of wealth, that there's a possibility for that. And it frightens me because that's the moment when democracy finally dies. When there's just a rich, you when, know, when like, we have more choices, right? No, when there's a rich like Chinese oh. guy who just like stands up with a big giant like. Golf check. Golf check. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's like, Kanye, come here. And Kanye will happily yeah. smile with the golf check in his hand and say, I'm a third-party candidate. Come on. Bring it, Cory Booker. Bring it, Donald Trump. I'm here. All right. And I have an endless supply of money. <laughs> Michelle, what did you think of uh, our man Chance saying that, uh, you know, it's okay not to be Democrat? Chance is political. Yeah. I mean, look at his father. Look at what he comes from and look at what happened when our previous president was in office. I mean, his father basically worked for him, you know, so many years ago. Right. Um, so Chance has a voice and Chance is coming out saying, looking at somebody who, in a sense, may have actually, you know, been his idol. Like, yeah, I rock with Kanye. Ultra light beam in real life. Yeah. 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 They're both Chicago guys. And shout out he, Chicago. Love he's, Chicago. He's looking at him and he's thinking, wait a minute, what is he talking about? So I'm going to come out and say, you know, we don't all have to be like this, you know. Yeah, yeah. To stir the pot, maybe to, to take the focus off of everything that Kanye is saying, because we have just totally been engulfed in what Kanye has been saying, because it was like we thought he'd stopped, and then now he, he continues to go. So it's yeah. like, okay, somebody's going to speak up. Who's it going to be? The so Chance took a chance at it, mm -hmm. and, he, and he said it. I'm, I'm not okay with it i'm not not okay with it right it's just right. it's him speaking mm -hmm. this is how it is yeah so. i just i don't know I, I, it's it's one of those it's 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 one of those things like i say I'm, I'm i'm not somebody who ascribes simple explanations for complex phenomena you know i mean you, when you lose a presidential election in which 150 to 200 million votes were cast and you functionally lose it by about 50,000 votes and you know spread across mm -hmm. three or four states yeah um, you know there's any number of factors that you know you flip the other way and and we have a different outcome but you know I I, I 
I definitely felt a lot of the sort of ambivalence towards the Democratic Party, the Democratic establishment, the Democratic elites, Hillary. Um, you know, I mean, to me, the biggest factor, the, the biggest thing that we missed in 2016 was just how much antipathy there is out there for Hillary Clinton. I mean, it's real and it's intense, um, and it's not just all right wingers. It's there were a lot of people on the left who just she couldn't called, abide. Could she not called abide people that look like me super predators. Yes, that's a real thing, and yeah. it's, and yes. and that's the hardest thing in the world for me to like deal with when it comes to Hillary. But is it worth having Trump to have made that point? Why you got to pick one or the other? You right. Because, you, exactly. do, like because you because you walk into the I'm voting a, booth right. and you have you have you, you you check this box right. or you check this box because one of those two okay. people is so, going to be president. So here's the thing. I didn't vote in the last presidential election. I did not vote. I oh, abstained yes. from voting because I took a hard pass because I was like uh -huh. neither of these people are any good. Right. The same exact things that we are complaining about right now would be happening though differently. A little differently. If Hillary Clinton were president. Mm -hmm. The same exact problems. The same inability for you know Congress to have any sort of effect. The same inability for you know American you know the American citizenry like writ large to be like comfortable with any sort of like political action. I think if you're an undocumented, whatsoever. I think if you're an undocumented immigrant in America today, you probably think things would be a lot different if Hillary Clinton were president I than don't think Donald so. Trump. Because I think that I think that she's she's uh, able to be. I think she's sure. able. I, I think, think that, that would be a little bit, just a hair a better. A hair bit, but I think that it would the same be time, a lot better. It would be a yeah. lot better because she would be trying to improve upon but she'd the run things into, that she'd Obama run into did. Hell, she'd run into hell and high water in Congress. If there was no Trump, Congress would be ten times worse. But yeah. she would, and I Congress would be ten times worse. I agree with that. Act, an activist. Okay, so this is this is gonna sound. This is kind of a this is a hot take. Oh boy. Uh oh. But uh -oh. um, yeah. And we need a graphic for that. The hot takery. An activist Republican Party is far worse than a Republican Party celebrating. Donald Trump being the president of the United States and just kind of like But Trump gave them the key. That. Trump gave them the key to activism because no, when it, Obama was there, he was the check on the Republicans. Oh, but the thing he is, was the is check that, on Paul Ryan's butt. Okay, okay. He was oh, the oh, check on oh, Obamacare oh, oh, repeal. A, a, a moderate black president as compared to a literal woman. Well... Which like like this is going from like for for the for the the wing of the Republican Party that currently occupies the top realm of Congress, the idea that an actual woman who bleeds every thirty who used to bleed every thirty days for a large proportion of her <laughs> life excellent correction oh. there way to be aware oh, right, right. You know, appreciate got that you. no problem wow. way to be aware right you know like for Shows a large preponderance of her life bled out of her vagina for every thirty days <laughs> as the president of the United States come on now. They, they would think that this is treason. This, 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 this is cannot stand in and, this nation. And this episode is brought to you by Tampax. <laughs> I'm just saying that, that this would it's anger that wing of the Republican Party that's at the top realm of this. So we're doing, we're doing right now the thing that, that a lot of people hate, which is relitigating... 2016, although I think it's important because we, have, we, we have, have to figure it out. We, we have, have to, to talk about 2016 out. because, and, and everything that we're saying is, is correct to, you know, in a sense of if Hillary was president, 
Donald Trump would be still every single day. Oh God, he'd be, in in, he'd be insufferable on Twitter. But 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 in I could relegate him. <laughs> but I could relegate him to the Sarah Palin place, which is no, like okay. Oh no, he, could, he would he, he would he would, he would say he would say stupid stuff, but and you just sort of like laugh. Do you know, and you do realize you know he, would say? he can't do any harm. But do you know what he would say every day if he lost because of the the percentages? and how close that election was, he'd say, there's 48% of the voting population of the United States that agrees with me. Right. And probably even more. Right. And, and there's, and there's, and there's and tons of undocumented voters who did not go to the polls because they were so aggrieved by what they now understand is my truth. scoreboard. I mean, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that, would be, that would be my response. That's conservatives' response when I say stuff like, well, you know, she did win three million more votes than he did. And They're like scoreboard. Yeah, so like scoreboard. <laughs> right. did, you, did you see the person putting his hand on the Bible? Yeah, that was him. Yeah, it's... it's Are we sure he really... Okay. <laughs> I mean, we know that answer. We actually, place. No, we actually know that answer. That's the... Okay, like I said last week, and I'll say it every single week, the easiest way to get away with like an actual crime is to admit to the crime in front of everyone and say, I did this, but it's so shocking that people don't know what to do in response. When we learned that the Russians colluded mm -hmm. to influence the presidential election, this is the moment when like the smart cops should have walked up to Donald Trump with the handcuffs and been like, okay, you're going to jail. <laughs> and you're going to jail now. Right, now, because you so clearly influenced... 1900 Massachusetts <laughs> Avenue. 60, yeah, 1600 Massachusetts yeah. Avenue. Southeast, no, I'm talking talk. about 1900 yeah, Massachusetts right, yes. Avenue, Southeast yeah. D.C. Southeast, We're Southeast. going. We're, We're taking going. you to D.C. General, but sir. everybody was so shocked <laughs> that nobody stopped. Absolutely not. And said, wait... This is where my, my church members are going to cringe because right. I, I saw that a couple of them were watching. We, did he have like a piece of dental dam on top of the Bible? I'm sure he did. <laughs> With his hand <laughs> Exactly. Of course. Oh of course. No. It's stormy. Oh no. He like dipped oh. in by the like way, by the way, oils and it wasn't really touching. Today, today is First Lady Melania Trump's birthday. He, Her 48th birthday. She didn't get a present. She looks but he she got, looks, but but she he looks got great. her a beautiful card. You know, hey, Listen, cards are nice. I imagine. How do you know that the Mexican pool really? boy who's having sex it with her gave her a good know. gift? So. Something that I saw on Facebook said that he didn't buy a present. He got her a beautiful. Got card. her a card. So what busy. Did, what did it say? Sorry for all the abuse. <laughs> <laughs> it said, "Hold my hand." Sorry, hun. sorry, yeah. sorry for being me. Okay, but <laughs> I have but such mixed feelings about her. Oh, I I don't. It just is what it's it a, is. It's a check. She had two pieces of paper sitting Easy. in front of her. Yeah. She had divorce papers mm. or she had now you have to stay papers. And yep. she had to sign both of them. He won the election. Did you see her face when they walked out? She was just like, I don't no. even believe this. I mean, you didn't believe no. it. So, yeah. But what about the hat that she had on? Oh, it was lovely. She looked good. She looks good. She looks very yeah. good. I mean, uh, but again, like I said, <laughs> I she's an attractive they, woman. If we think it went right Molly over, is right. Molly's <laughs> like, <laughs> if we're gonna Molly's learn, not, right? If we're gonna <laughs> learn something every day for the next like two and a half <laughs> years, again, the easiest way to get away with 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 actual crimes are by just admitting them to people. 
Yeah. Every single day. See, but that's not what Trump is doing. That's he's it. That's what he's doing. No, 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 because he's out there. He's been like, there's no collusion. There's no collusion. There's no collusion. There's no No, but collusion. at the same time, then it's like... like they're going to fucking find it. No, but then at the same time, like every single person that looks into this says, but there is collusion. Yeah. And this is literally exactly what happened every single day. This man has never been... Donald Trump's never like, you know, he hasn't been deposed. He should be deposed every morning for breakfast at this point. But he's not. Mm-mm. All right, Molly. Oh, shit. Give us your thoughts on President Trump. Uh, as a denizen of the District of Columbia, mm. you know what? You share this. You share this this fine district with uh, the Trump family. <laughs> Short term <laughs> rental. Short term rental. I I really we'll I see. go out of it's my way Airbnb. to not think about Trump, and it's um, not hard to do because everyone on Facebook has an opinion. So I don't really have to have my own. But right. clearly don't like the guy um but you know it's really about like well, what do you what do you feel from trump being in office um I, you know i'm not an immigrant you know so i haven't mm-hmm. had to deal with that that level of suffering and so um you know i can only uh empathize with people mm-hmm. who whose lives have have been tremendously impacted by yeah. trump being around um i do notice that dc has become to like for real fucking police state and the cops are pulling people over everywhere like do you remember that like you like didn't ever see cops. I mean, yeah. you you could in certain neighborhoods. Let me, let right. me rewind that track. Yeah, yeah, Top yeah. selected. Like absolutely, <laughs> shit was happening in certain neighborhoods. Right. But in general, in the the general area, you never saw cops pulling people over. You yeah. would see cops everywhere. All right. types of cops. All of kinds course. of cops. There was always a gun or a fucking rifle or a machine gun or a tank somewhere in your vicinity. You know what I mean? Right. Especially mm-hmm. after nine eleven. But you yeah. didn't see. They never fuck with you. They leave you alone. Right. Not anymore. No. When I lived in D.C., they were, the cops were pretty chill. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. were pretty chill until Trump took office, until Sessions got in town. And now they're shaking people out, harassing people. I mean, they're giving cyclists tickets and shit. Like, it's literally become a police state out there. Like, the vibe has completely changed, you know? Um, but, you know, it's such a political town, and it's like being in a bubble. You know what I mean? So to me, uh, and, and I don't have the opportunity to have, like, intelligent conversations with people. It's only just, like, people screaming on Facebook. And so <laughs> I've I've re- gotten really good at just, like, pretending it's not happening. Tuning it out. Tuning but I'm it also out, a yeah. woman, so I've been doing that my whole life. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's I just, like, uh, I just think we've just turned we've turned it to just this crazy city. Yes, this is the nation's capital. Yes, we have all the bodies, you know, pretty much uh, of government that are that are right. sitting here. And I just think that the more people move here, the more people that come here for their education and don't leave People are not leaving their four o'clock jobs or their four o'clock positions or their four o'clock classes and letting it go like we did in previous administrations. We're holding on to it. Mm -hmm. We're holding on to the anger. We're holding on to the pain. And everybody's just still kind of in a in a in a cloud of this is happening. This is real. And for me, I'm already at the midterms. I'm already looking at 2020. We have to. You have to. Have we to look have ahead. to. Have to it's look the ahead. only thing that you can do is and like unfortun- stay in a movement forward program. And unfortunately, because P45 is an everyday, we're glued. We're stuck. And it, when we're not thinking of what's ahead of us. And and I'm a scared. I, I, right. well, I didn't mean to say I'm a scared, but I'm, I'm a scared. It's true. Like I think that the, the f- most frightening part of, of this is that Every single day that we end up not paying attention to ourselves, mm-hmm. 
mm. Mm. that we're losing that human connection. And I know, Molly, you can probably understand this better than most people, because that's, that's, that's you. And people don't actually talk about how they feel and how they live anymore. And the negative part of that is that when it's time to like for somebody to stand up and say something in a, in a political sense, if people don't know how to feel, then you have no actual connective platform because you, you have to initially create the space to say, we all feel bad. Yeah. And, it, and when the second right. somebody says that, the second say Cory Booker stands up and says, we all feel bad, we're all going to stop and go. Hmm, you didn't know that? Oh, my God, you have gray hair? <laughs> like, what happened? What? Four years? What? Mm-hmm. You, you, what happened to you? Well, I lost my job. I lost my house. My mother and father died. They, you know, I don't have health insurance anymore. And, you know, like, I still make the same amount of money. And I live, like, you know, <laughs> 45 minutes away from where I used to live. Mm. And you're just like, wait, okay. We all, so we all feel bad. And we're going to get stuck in that. We're and all then, in the sunken place. Right. And there it is. Yeah. And the, the, the sad part of that is, like, looking past that to, like, try to come up with some kind of solution. That's another four years of time. Mm. Once you realize you feel bad, but it's impossible to think you feel bad because with, with these, these goofy cell phones that we all have, yes. you know, we could all the like dopamine, just, the dopamine just stare into the cell phone all day long and you, you feel like, okay, I'm connected. How many likes do we have on our, on our There it is. Live there it is. I love it. I love it. I love it. No, I mean, honestly, the, uh, uh, point, advertising. The, 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 the points you guys are making, uh, I just feel like could lead us down any number of rabbit holes, talking about gentrification in the city, talking about sort yeah. of like our, our, just the way we interact with people um, when everybody is, you know, wired into social media. I mean, there's just a, a ton of great, as you can see, I try to keep us, I try to keep us like, on some kind of a track and and uh because this like week this week has just been crazy that the we're off the track yeah, we're off the track we're off the track fuck the, the track the, fuck the <laughs> track <laughs> this we week we were off the track at four o'clock when you <laughs> sent out the, the, yeah. the, the, the at four o'clock when we got that text we're like well, wait a minute i just okay. said i was on my way we i didn't want you to change anything <laughs> we went off the rails when we opened the pink wine let's keep oh, it all the way 100 the there wine. it is there it is god bless the baby it's actually not bad it kind of grew on me after the sutter home white ziff Shout out to the Mirage nightclub. Molly's was the loudest oh. voice in opposition I think that's to the, when I to the pink was wine. Drinking. Just want to point <laughs> that out. I know it well. Just I know want it to well. point that out. Why is it called White Zimmendale if it's pink? I don't know. But John yeah. Jameson, God, I love you. Well, I can't really <laughs> love the man, but I love his whiskey. There you yeah, go. well. You can't enjoy anything yeah. anymore because at the heart of it, there's some sort of like yeah. abuse, rape, murder, racism. Yeah. Dave, but Dave Quinn, you know, I met him uh at a Jameson festival in New York, and super cool dude. And I, I had go to a Jameson festival. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. was fun. Where, where <laughs> my, yeah. I feel like my whole life. My, is my where, where is this? Where is this? Jameson so, okay. So the quick story before we go to break. Six, like I was seventeen T Street. No. <laughs> yeah. Six thirty one. Six thirty one. It was so crazy. It's the craziest story. So my Washington. my home girl Dawn. Shout out to Dawn. Giants of Africa. All that good stuff. Um, I was on Facebook and this silly thing pops up called Love Thy Neighbor. And I was like, oh, Jameson, Love Thy Neighbor. Oh, okay. And it said, enter to win. I don't win anything. So I clicked it and I typed out all the information. A couple weeks later, I completely forgot about it. They're like, congratulations. You are going to attend Love Thy Neighbor in Brooklyn, New York. And I'm like, <laughs> what? 
I won. So I didn't think it was real. I sent it to Dawn. She was like, okay, let's wait to see. So we started getting the emails. They booked the flight. They booked the hotel. Oh, shit. They booked everything. And so it was Dawn's birthday. So I was like. We're going to start entering contests. Right. So I was like, (laughs) so guess what? We're going to New York for the Jameson Love Thy Neighbor um, event. It really was super cool because they took um, beer makers from certain. All right. They're partying outside. Hey. Hey. What? All what? right. Damn, that's super yeah. loud. <laughs> Get it. That's See, over at the Howard we are, Theater. <laughs> we are in the district. This is, this is live, This, y'all. this is, is live in exactly. the district. That is, that, that is the Howard Theater across the street. But anyway, so we went up there. So it was 12 um, beer makers and Jameson. So the way that Castmates was made, basically Dave Quinn one night was with his friend. Um, they <laughs> obviously were drunk. He took one of the Jameson barrels, put his stout in it, let it ferment or do whatever and gave him the barrel back. And so Dave Quinn put Jameson in the barrel and made castmates. That's literally what it was. Wow. Shout out to whoever that is. Rocking. Outside. Rocking the music. Yeah, it's live, y'all. This this, This is live. This is how live podcasts go. This is live in the district. So Jameson is. Well, surprisingly, these microphones don't pick up a lot of other stuff more than us. So it should be fine. Oh, okay, great. It's just kind of fun. I like the neighborhood creeping in. Absolutely. Of course. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's authentic. Y'all know. uh, That's fine, Nick. That's fine. All the way live. Yeah, we yeah. just go have Molly's here and everything. But yeah, so that was that was my my Jameson story. We nice. had a ball, but it was hard coming back to DC that early in the morning. I don't like to fly that early in the morning. No way. No. Hey, Mike, can we go to break? <laughs> yeah, going to break. Going to break. We're going to break. We'll Jazz. be back. Peace. In a minute, yeah. or two. Hey, four or five. So the next segment is um, dishwasher, right?
And we're back. We're back. Welcome back to DC TBD. This is episode two. Molly Poppin. Hey. And that's in reference, obviously, to our guest tonight, uh, Molly Rulin. Mad Poppin and locking skills. The queen bee. I just hurt myself a little bit. <laughs> my, my Trinidad, Trinidad homie. Oh, Molly, we're, hey. we're, we're, we're so thrilled that you could join us. And, um, and we are... You know, eternally grateful for this opportunity. I think to, to uh, you know, have a voice and say some shit and always and and talk and hopefully have interesting discussions that uh, uh, the One Love Massive family is hopefully enjoying right now. So Absolutely, man. It's a, it's a. I'm stoked that you guys are here doing this podcast. So thank you. This man. is a lot of fun. You already know. Like, Come on now. Yeah, yeah man. Solo. Yeah, especially you have Marcus back in the building <laughs> again. No, I'm, just, I'm just out here. Yeah, man. It's good. It's <laughs> good. Vibes. Shaking, you know. I'm super stoked about. It. So it's good. Thanks for having me on, man. It's awesome. We're we're mm-hmm. we're. I'm gonna we're, dumb it we're down. Honored. We're honored. No, I'm no, bringing no. down your your medium EQ quite far from. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. What, uh, tell us what's been, like, what's been going on at One Love? What are we, sort of like, what's the, what's, what's our future vision? Well. What's what's been going on? Give us the, give us all the info. um, Quite a bit, honestly, you know, uh, we built the studio. It's our one year anniversary of, like, actually building the room, you know. The studio is beautiful. Thank you, thank you. Who's um, been who's been recording up there? Anybody? Um, he, uh, lots of Wednesday love. Um, Kobe's been having all kinds of artists in now there recently. It's been really cranking. So, mm. um, I mean, we built the studio, but it wasn't necessarily like working. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's been through a, a lot of changes, and um, you know the space that we're in. Mm-hmm. It was like oh, you know just a white room with a bunch of desks in it for for the first year, and then it turned into this. Uh, room that it is but you know even just a couple months ago we got the or you know shit like a month ago is when we mm-hmm. built all this in this room so um yeah. so yeah man it's been a steady progression you know we spend a lot of time together we um you know we have a good time together man we just did a national cannabis festival um we yeah had, that we, we unearthed a skill uh, that i did not know that mike had and it was uh he, he talked on the microphone for like eight hours <laughs> it seems like it seems like the cannabis festival was a big hit. It's great. Well attended. The weather was great 14, over the weekend. Yeah. Wow, it's beautiful. And fantastic. it's already awesome. out on Facebook for next year. Yay! Shout out to House Yay. of Dash, Khaleesi. Yes, yes. And you know, shout awesome. out to uh National Cannabis Festival and Funk Parade being the only two independently owned and operated music festivals in Washington DC. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. The Funk yes. Funk Parade is The Funk coming. Parade and uh just want to point out the Lucky So and So's will be performing at Exiles Bar in the evening. Funk Parade. Nice. Come Fabulous. on out. Come on out and see us. It's a little it's a little farther down. It's time down kind of 16th in you, but uh, hey, that's, that's that's the chill. Yeah, but I promise, I promise, it's gonna be well worth your while. Well worth your while. Be there with nice. Cosmic Romp and Lookout nice. Gang, two really great, great bands. But Cosmic there's Romp has been here before. Cosmic Romp has been here before. They did the Factory Floor session. Mm-hmm. They're awesome. Mm-hmm. They're awesome. Yes, sir. Uh, great friends too, and and it's being put on by Seven DC, uh, who are amazing. They do great work here in the city for the for the music community. Seven so. DL, those guys. Seven DC now. It's seven oh yeah, dr- seven, seven drum oh, city. Seven drum city. It used to be why. it used to be seven drum lessons when it was here, That's right. like just across the street at like eighth, eighth in Florida. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Miles and Seven DC. Miles, super mm-hmm. awesome. The whole crew over there is super awesome. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, um, all right. So you've been posting a lot on social media <laughs> about. 
some DC politics. So yes. tell us, like kind of give, you know, fill us in on a little bit of background. For sure. What's been going on and then sort of like where where you've been coming down because because I th- I feel like I feel like you've had really good strong discussions and conversations with people. Um, not everybody who agrees with your take, probably not everybody at this table agrees with your take. Uh, spoiler alert. That's the beauty of <laughs> but, it all, right? But that's but but that's 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 the beauty of it. I want to you know we want to have good discussions where we can talk about these issues. So lay well, it on us. Lay it well, on us. Well, I mean, you guys, you know, Trayon, you know, saying that the uh, Rothschilds control the weather, <laughs> um, you yeah. know, a, a, among a bunch of other really dumb shit to say. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, I say place. dumb shit all the time, so like I feel for him a little bit. But like uh-huh. I would like to think I would do a little bit better than that. But yeah. Um, first and foremost, I want to say that like I am not anti-Semitic. Like I, there's like yeah. that is not like I just want to separate that real quick. I don't deny that that exists. I understand mm-hmm. that that's a whole part of it. Uh, but that's not something that I was aware of up until this. And so that's that's kind of my, you know. I feel like. I'm I'm somebody who lives principle over circumstance. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. He didn't say Jews control the weather. He said the Rothschilds control the weather. Had he not said the Jews control the weather, it wouldn't have gone across the fucking country. And all these newspapers wouldn't have written that a black politician in D.C. thinks Jews control the weather. Um, And I just feel like it just started this whole thing, you know? Mm -hmm. Now, as far as like. I'm not a ride or die Trayon fan. (laughs) Um, I, I, you know, he's going to say something else in like. 37 hours it's gonna just fucking tank me even harder and i get that <laughs> another 36 you know? minute video yeah i mean but like oh at the boy. same time i feel for him and it's yeah. principle over circumstance he's got a job to do man leave him the fuck alone like are they going this hard after all the other politicians in town like the seven council members who went to las vegas last year like are we gonna talk about any of that shit or are we only just gonna harp on this dude like so for me, it's like not even about Trayon, you know, like it's it's not it's not. And like the more I try to defend him, like the further down I go, the rabbit hole, you know what <laughs> I mean? It's like, fuck, now people are going to think I'm like anti-Semitic or whatever, because, you know, that's how the fucking Internet works now. Yeah, um, that's true. And, that's, true. and that's not the case. The but like my point there is just like. I'm, I feel like I'm pretty... I watch Zeitgeist, you know, I'm fucking down with his conspiracy <laughs> theories. Oh, I believe half of every fucking thing, right? Everything. <laughs> Good, bad, crazy, not half of that shit is fucking true, right? I had no idea. Like, I, are you say Rothschilds, I think rich people. Like, that's as far as it went for me. Yeah. You say, like, Carnegie's, I think rich people. I'm not super educated. I'm not hip on all that. Also not anti-Semitic. I was just, like, putting it in, like, a rich... So I can understand... That maybe Trayon did as well. In trying to like prove that and just really harp on the fact that he didn't use those exact words, mm-hmm. it spun into all these other things and then people proving that the that it's like a dog whistle for all these other things that yeah. exist. And I get that. And it is. Well, and it is, except that's not what he said. Right. You know what I mean? And so it's like, yes, yes, that exists, but that's not what he said. You yeah. know what I mean? And so it's like two different battles going on. Um, and I'm just overly protective of young black politicians in Ward 7 and Ward 8. Call me fucking crazy, but uh, when I see way too many of my white friends who have been silent 
for fucking years all of a sudden be outraged i'm getting really yeah. angry about it and it honestly has very little to do with Treyon. Right. it's more about my frustration with some of my entitled white friends <laughs> you know straight up yeah, so it's I'm like real. i don't want to get caught in the middle of like harshly defending Treyon. like he's gonna fucking bury me you know if i do that I, the odds are not good but principle <laughs> over circumstance you know uh, are, are all are all these people that i know outraged over like the poverty levels in ward seven and eight mm. do they know you know what i mean and my biggest yeah. thing is all these people screaming mm, like oh he's not qualified to do his job what is his job? He is a name, legislator. Name, but no, I'm saying the people who are so determined to say that he is not qualified for his job don't even know what the duties of his job is. And, Somebody and who probably does, and probably don't vote. Right, yeah. or haven't gone to a city council meeting, or have done zero days of service. So it's like, you know yeah. what? Why don't you just save those conversations for all the people that agree with you? And <laughs> I don't even know, man. It, you know, I think it's just it's like over. Uh, it's just like a. It's just like you know. I'm just finding myself more and more frustrated with this city, right. with this, with this unequal balance of like power and money, and there's all these entitled, you know, uh, uh, like, you know, enabled people of privilege, just full on taking from artists and creative people and people of color over and over in this town and it just feels like another glaring example of it and it's like i just want to tell all these people who are just demanding all these things all of a sudden to just sit down yeah you know down. just sit down so Here's that's that's really like the passion behind my argument it really has little i he trans wrong he's wrong for a lot of reasons there's so many ways you could die he's wrong man he's mm, wrong yeah he's wrong like Straight up. Yeah, my 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 quick thirty second take on 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 Treyon. One, references to the Rothschild absolutely are traditional anti-Semitic tropes, but I'm willing to give him a pass that he doesn't know that, and that's 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 why he repeats it. I'm I guess, not giving him a pass. I guess my issue my issue is, dude thinks anybody controls the weather. <laughs> like, come on, really, really. I mean, I don't think it's that crazy. I'm just going to put myself out there. I'm not running for no. city council. <laughs> I don't think it's that crazy. And you know, people already think I'm an idiot, so let's just fucking seal the deal right here. I think that our government is capable of, again, 50% rule. Our government is capable of so much. I mean, they bombed a whole neighborhood in Philly not that long ago, killed a whole bunch of people. That seems preposterous, too, doesn't it? But it happened. I mean, it, you know? But, it, but happened. it happened. I mean, Trump. It happened. It happened. Like I don't. I don't think anything is out of the scope of believability at this point. I really don't. <laughs> I'm not saying I think anybody controls the weather. I'm not saying I don't think the you know planet is round. Like I'm yeah. not. You know. I'm not right. saying that. I'm just saying like I'm not. I can't prove that it is either. You know. All I know is what I've been spoon fed by. You know, one well, media company essentially who owns everything that we fucking digest. I would direct you to BBC's Planet Earth <laughs> mm-hmm. series. It's wonderful. Um, I mean, I don't. I'm just kidding. Really I'm, just kidding. I'm just giving. I'm just giving. But yeah. they could. I'm Have you seen hard. the cloud machines, <laughs> man? Those are real. I, Come on. I think the saddest part about Treyon is that he didn't immediately follow Marion Barry. Oh, God. The hardest thing to do in Ward 8 is to be the not Marion Barry black man. Because you have to know, like, okay, so like, this, this is a far bigger conversation than like <laughs> politics, but I'll, I'll, I'll dive into it halfway. If you deem yourself in any way politically motivated and great in Washington DC and you're a black man, you have to wake up every single day and think, 
what would Marion do? <laughs> WWF. Right. And then on top of that, you have to say, Can we get a t shirt? Right. I, I want to. I, <laughs> I know. Quick. Uh, quick no, forward. Leah no, steals it I'm from me. I'm looking at Molly Ruland because Molly Ruland is <laughs> the kind of person who can pull that together. Um, I'm seriously designing them in my head right now. No, what would Marion do is a shirt that would be phenomenal. Um, and then you have to stop and go. bracelets. Right. And then you just have to stop and say, Well, I'm not Marion. So what could I do within the realm of possibility that would be Marion esque? At no point does Treyon do either of those things. That's because he thinks he's Marion Barry. But he, but he's not. He's not. He doesn't get that. Right. He, and I, I wear Marion Barry's shoes. I have Marion Barry's license plates. I am Marion Barry. Wait, he he wanted like to train. Real, he's wearing his he shoes. He has his shoes. No, you um, know what no, I'm saying. No, but he he stepped into the the, the, the duties of the position. He, he trained me. I he was my mentor. That's not dot, that's dot, not the dot, same. Dot, dot. Did did you did you successfully like did you did you get arrested go to prison come out of jail and get reelected to an elective office in the center of the free world not absolutely yet. not not yet right but i mean i mean he didn't do that yeah so. he just flipped the internet on his fucking head across <laughs> the country well no first of all and and i now get it because of his age but did you fight in the civil rights right. movement right were you were, did do you, you know do you did you know martin luther king jr where are you in the struggle Right, it's the hardest thing. And it's and get it, it's a different struggle. Ward yeah. 8 is a beast of its own. That ward, I don't think in in any amount of time we could break that ward down and understand exactly everything that yeah. is going on over there. I grew up maybe, in, I maybe, grew up in ward maybe, 7. Maybe Marcus can. <laughs> I grew up in ward I grew up in ward 7. I grew up in Deanwood. I proudly grew up in my, Deanwood. My mom's office was in ward 7. There it is. <laughs> and I spent many a day. Yeah. Deanwood, Deanwood is where Marvin, one Marvin Gaye, uh, mm. was. Yeah, is that where the Marvin born Gaye and reared? Yeah, I my bike through And I know that. Guy. I know so that. I know that because I helped to write a Metro song about Deanwood. Right. Mm -hmm. So we'll get we'll get into that. Yeah. So the <laughs> hardest the hardest part of this whole situation is that this is like the real failure of the Barry legacy. Mm. Like that's the hardest part of this whole thing. And people don't get it. It's like for the better part of, I wanna say 50 years in Washington DC, white people, and I can say this because DC is pretty much white and black. There's a large brown yeah. population, but for the most part when you contextualize any conversation about Washington DC, it's white, white versus black. White DC versus black DC. White people in Washington DC have been trying to nail Marion Barry for 50 years. He is in the ground. There is a giant statue of the man to, you know, to showcase his legacy. But people are still trying to get this man. The second that Treyon says, I am Marion Barry, and then he opens his mouth and he says, the Rothschilds control the weather. It's a wrap. It's over. It's done. Game you, over. You just it's cracked, cracked they the got code. him. 50, it took them 50 years to get this man. <laughs> <laughs> 50 years and they got him and it's like it's like it's it's comparable to like jesus christ marcus it's so true right <laughs> think about it it's it's comparable to like it's our sunken place we're gonna like we're gonna go and find osama bin laden but wait we're gonna kill saddam hussein instead you're like but wait 
one of these guys is not the other one. Mm -hmm. Don't worry, they're the same guy. Well, it's always easier to get the guy who comes behind the trailblazer. Right, but that's the thing. It's like, but I mean, it's the, it's the thing where it's like... Because the one who comes behind the trailblazer is usually not as good. And, and in this case, he's demonstrably not as good. Because yeah. the second you open your mouth and say that, you have to know. Right. If you're going to be Marion Barry, you have to know that everybody is out for you. Every day. Some Marion Barry context. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned this on our show last week or if I mentioned this on the dummy pod that never aired. So I hope it wasn't last <laughs> week because I don't want to repeat. But I remember being at Adrian Fenty's inauguration. I was mm -hmm. dating a girl at the time and she had an invite. Um, so I went and um, I was born in D.C. But like I grew up in like Chicago, Detroit, um, other places in the Midwest. I came back to D.C. Detroit? in 2006. So like, you know, uh, D.C. has always been my hometown, um, and, you know, but I wasn't here like to see to see it like growing up. So I get to this inauguration and I'm thinking, OK, well, Fenty just got voted, you know, just got elected mayor. It's, it's going to be a huge. Everybody's going to whoop it up, you know. And and at one point they 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 introduced the entire city council and you know they all come out to polite applause. And I'm sitting here. I'm like, all right, whatever. When is when does uh, when does Fenty show up? And they introduced Marion Barry and the the convention center. We're down at the convention center on 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 seventh, just fucking exploded. The mm -hmm. whole place exploded. Like it was just I have never seen anything like it was a very sedate crowd, you know what I mean? It was yeah, like, because it was Fenty. Okay, it was, oh. Because it was Fenty and because and it was his suit was too tight. He couldn't hee haw his way. Up, yeah. Here's don't here's ever forget Marion Lane. Don't ever forget Fenty <laughs> Hehan with uh, with JY of at course. RFK Stadium. <laughs> never, <laughs> never, never forget. forget. Here's never something forget. to think about when it comes to like electoral politics in DC, and this is like, and this is important given the forthcoming election and the almost rap that it is that a certain person is more than likely going to win re-election. Mm. Oh, Marion Barry, Marion Barry in 1986 got 102,000 Washingtonians to vote for him in what was an obvious landslide election victory for him. Mm -hmm. People just voted for the fuck of it. Like, yo, let's go to the poll, turn up. We're going to vote for Barry. It's going to be tight. He got 102,000 people. Now think about it. This Wait, is which year was this? This is 1986. So this is after... He this, gets this is before. No, oh, before he gets out. Yeah. Before, yeah. Oh, let's, see, let's see what the population of DC was in '86. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. He got like one, maybe one in six Washingtonians in a, in an election that was a done deal. We can't even get one in six Washingtonians to root for the Redskins. <laughs> right. That's the craziness of it. No he's longer like, a season ticket holder. He's like, yo, let's go. Let's 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 vote for me. It's like 600,000, 632,000. Right. One people. in six Washingtonians in 1986 mm -hmm. voted for this man, which is insane. Yeah. Like, and that's the number. <laughs> so like, Think about it. The one number that everybody should care about in the next mayoral election in Washington, D.C. is if Muriel Bowser can get more than 102,000 new D.C. people. Well, let's talk about how many signatures she turned in. That was a low number. Oh, wait. Let's talk about that. Because I had to sign signatures recently. And it's the only thing I understand about that, local politics. That was a very low number. How many did she turn in? Maybe just a couple of hundred over what is required. What's required? Is it like fifty thousand that's required? No, Not it's even? like two thousand. Oh, she's mm. and and oh. somebody may quote me or, or get mad at me. I don't care. 
Um, like Shit, maybe, Michelle, you could get 2,000 signatures. You get know yourself I can. On the, on the ballot. I would like to thank the two people that voted for me uh, in the Ward 5 election. A I, couple I, love of, that, I love that story. A couple of years ago, I was like, you voted for who? I said you didn't you vote for go, the... You could go to Marvin on, on Mondays. Yeah. And get 2,000 people Absolutely to, to write your name on a sheet of <laughs> Absolutely paper. Absolutely I could. But I, it was just so crazy to me because when I saw... I mean, there was just pictures and everything. Oh, the Bowser train. And turning in this many, vote, um, this many signatures. And I was like, that's not a lot. I wonder if anybody challenged... No. I don't know, but I'm, no. but I'm saying that's no. the number. Hashtag, what, what, hashtag jump in the bush. Right. Uh, what? No. Wait a minute. Pause. That was very inappropriate. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Gonna need more whiskey for that one. <laughs> that was no reference to my last name. <laughs> oh, that would be a great Pause. Tinder profile name. Though. Oh my god, <laughs> we had this discussion, <laughs> but I saw Carl Racine turn in his petitions, yeah. and wow, how amazing! They're not they're not running for the same no. position. Right, he turned in numbers because right, everybody loves him. Everybody he's, wanted him to run for mayor. He's a good dude. I, he, he, I don't have I don't have a problem with him. But it's just something to think about. Like that's the number, and that, and and once you look at that number and it's like ingrained in your head, you don't forget it because you're like okay. So if you look at like the okay, so all of DC, we've we've moved all the all the black folk who lived along this block and down around the corner and all the way over in Northeast, we moved them all out of the city. So we have all these brand new people in the city who have never voted before, and they're all young white people. And we know one thing about young white people: they like to vote for things, namely presidents, <laughs> especially tall African American presidents. You and know, they like so, cider. But, but right. the problem is, we they now need to be registered in DC because right. they're still registered at. Mama's house. Exactly. So that's the fascinating part is I want to see in, if in there's... In Philly. Right. It is, it is if Oklahoma. there's... Right. Uh, Ohio. Who are the other uh, options for mayor? So we right talked now? about this in the, in, the, in the dummy cast. Um, there was a homeless gentleman that was running and, um, and then uh, our neighborhood, James Butler, one of the uh, ANCs. What, who's Manly? Um, I don't know. Who is that? Right. He's the one whose number one, um, <laughs> his number one um, campaign oh, I don't know who point that is, is uh, pro-life and that women oh, should be not. able to have one abortion. Oh, absolutely But not. the second one, they should be punishable by... Oh. Just one? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, yeah, but the second one, that's when you go to jail. Oh, well, let me <laughs> let me find him and tell him all about himself. Right. Number I mean, one platform issue. That's, yeah, that, I mean, that's the, that's wow. the issue. Is Young like, black dude, yeah. too, uh, by the way. I mean, that's that's kind of the issue here. <laughs> it's, Who it's, hurt him? Oh, my God, you need a meme. You need a gif of that face. <laughs> that face. I have to capture that face. I'm going to gif that shit. It's, You're going to be I mean, famous. That's, that's Who, kind of the issue, though. Who hurt though, him? Is that, like, <laughs> oh my God. Is that there's, not a, there's not a person that's not Muriel Bowser that has a platform that you look at and go, this is the solution for how we, you know, like maintain like, you know, a strong African-American like population I mean, base. I mean, let's, let's fucking dream team this shit. What is it? Fantasy football? Like, let's fantasy I DC think we politics. Should, I think we should absolutely do that. We could Who would build. would be the number one mayoral candidate okay, if you so could I'll, pick so any? I actually, I actually have all the declared and the de looks like Carl Racine declined to run. Yeah, he because his mom is sick and he's sticking uh, with his attorney general gig. So yeah. according to Wikipedia, which is always on point, mm. um, these are the these are the declared candidates for mayor. Alpha Ba, who is an attorney, Muriel Bowser, incumbent, 
James Butler, ANC no, no, no. commissioner. He, he's done. James Butler is He's done. out? Yeah. Manly Collins. Kathy Henderson. Manly, that's the guy. Yeah. Victoria Gordon. Who's that? I don't, I don't know. know. Ernest Johnson. No. Arthur Lloyd. Jeremiah Stanback. God, right. we've got some homework to do, y'all. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. I can't talk about I this. I mean, no. Ingachua right. Tazanu. Right. Here's I'm sure that I just butchered that right. name. And I, I apologize. If, but it sounded good. Ingakwa is, yeah. is, is, is tuning in. My, my apologies. It sounded uh, good, though. Michael Christian Woods, who is a college student. That's just on the Democratic side. Independence, oh, Independence declared Dustin D.C. Cantor. I know Dustin, yes. Do you know Dustin Cantor? I had, I, had a, I had a lovely meal with Dustin. Oh, yeah. is he yes. nice? Is he a, a very nice person. Is he viable? Okay. No. Oh, okay. And I and I'll and I'll be honest. I told him this to his face. Be honest. Okay. It's okay. a okay. Being the mayor of Washington D.C. Wow, is the hardest job in American politics right now. It absolutely is. Okay, so think about As it like it this. Should be. Here's something to think As about. It should be. You are at the behest of Jeff Bezos. Mm. If you become the mayor of Washington D.C. and the Amazon headquarters two situation happens the way it's more than likely going to happen. No, for D.C. So the man who has a 25-bathroom house 25? in Calorama. Not even a half? No, not even a half. Okay. That's a lot of towels. Yeah, exactly. No doubt. Is, is the guy that you're going to. I hope he has to, two washing machines. That's the guy you're going to, and you're saying, okay, so um, here's the thing. Um, we, we, the, 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 the Wilson building needs a new paint job. No, it really you, does. You want to you get up off um, some, some cash to make that happen, Jeff Bezos? Cool, thanks. You know, like you're dealing with that. You're dealing with that uh, must have been at that um, private lunch exactly over at, uh, Union Market. You're dealing with exactly yeah yeah, yeah. so unless, you know unless Trump destroys right and you have Amazon and makes them pay more for right and then Ted Leonsis and then Ted Leonsis wants to move all of his teams halfway across town outside of like you know the the Verizon Center and like Anacostia yeah Anacostia put them on, put them in on the campus of RFK Washington Stadium. Nationals oh. why not you know things you want to do like those are things. Like, oh, Lord, really? What did she really? just pass you? I want to know. <laughs> Jesus, God. But, uh, but no, so those we'll are things. talk about that on the next Those episode. are things to think about. <laughs> like, if you're going to be the mayor of Washington, D.C., you're dealing with, like, a really hard job. So I, I need somebody who, like, really understands, like, real estate and, like, economics and also, like, sustainable commerce, like, low, like, middle class like job creation, especially yeah. for people who don't have master's degrees or are entrepreneurially minded and are willing to like start up in a WeWork for like. But is there months. a is there a jurisdiction in America where that is not the? I mean that that seems to me but it, that but seems it, to me the pressing issue of our time. How do people how do people without professional degrees but I'll, earn? But I'll say a this: sustainable living. I mean, Austin, Texas is a, a trillion yards wide. L.A. has nobody living in large scads of, of the city. Because they can't afford it. Right, exactly. Washington, in Austin or L.A. Washington, D.C. is like two yards wide <laughs> and like five feet long. And like there's like 700,000 people living in a space that's like two yards wide and five feet long. Yeah. And they're all the same person. Mm -hmm. And there's like a small population of people who could be great, yeah. who lived here for a long, long time. And are now all like all in one corner. And a guy who says that the Rothschilds control the weather—that's oh. their, 
you know, guy. That's their guy. That's yeah. their guy. They love him. So that's the hardest part of all of this. And you know that if you mobilize these people, that they could be really worth something to like all of these other people that are starting up every single business that are opening up another artisanal food stand that are, you know, like selling, you know, tacos, widgets, whatever to everybody. You could do you could you could take these people and right. put them here. You could they could be managers, they could be whatever. The halal taco truck. There it is, right. Yeah. It, you could do that. <laughs> but that's not actually none of these people that <laughs> are like, running yeah, that good. <laughs> under, uh, it's delicious <laughs> are, are necessarily at the level of doing that. The one person that I do want to shout out who I think has a really bright future and I hope that even if he loses in this election continues to run is Marcus Goodwin. I like Marcus. Interesting. Yeah. Ooh, I didn't think you were going to say I, that. I was going to say Marcus Goodwin because he's he, like understa Marcus. he understands real estate. He understands finance. Yeah. And he's willing to work across cultural and social lines. Marcus has a good um, personality. Yes. He is the temperament. Temperament is good. He's very open. I will say he has been to um, to Shiloh quite a few times mm -hmm. just on his own recognizance, not I am running, but I like this this place and I like the people here. And yeah, I happen to be running. Because um, we, you know, we get that as as black church in in the city. People go on tour, as they call it. Um, shout out to a couple people that have not been to um, Shiloh. <clears throat> Council member Allen. Oh, uh, that's right. He hasn't been to any of his Ward six um, churches. Sorry, it will get that way on this podcast. I say what I want. So yeah, Marcus, that's what it is. Marcus is good. I yeah. I will agree with you. I do like him. I mean, he's in a he's in a real situation because he's taking I forget the, the the name of the woman he's running against, but she's an incumbent, a oh. long term incumbent. Oh, I, we know who it is. Anita Bonds, right? Yeah, Anita Bonds. Yep. Yeah. And long term. And look incumbent. at me. Whoa. And it's going to be that coming. And it's going to be it's going to be hard because she is like the the savior. She's embedded. She's indebted. She's in everything. I would because the senior citizens. She is there for I'm them. Gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it like this. Here's here's two things about running against the bonds that intrigue me. Um, number one, I don't think that she can be beaten this race, but I think that a strong showing could do a lot for him. And if there was ever a politician who should ever move toward one, and just live there and be a politician living in a space like Ward 1 and be intelligent and be black and be aware and able and smart, that would be the way to do it. Just like in the same way where Marion Barry got out of prison and was like, I'm going to move to Ward 8 because <laughs> right. that is literally where my entire base I is. I can win. I can win. I can always win. And All I think right. the idea of putting yourself in a mm. traditional white stronghold and being an intelligent, you went to St. John's for high school. Yeah. So this, these are, this and it's interesting because he has like several siblings. He's like got like seven brothers. Yeah, right. And they all went to different high schools, and he's moved all around the city. Right. I actually met with him one time and had lunch with him. Right. And, he's good and I like low key grilled him. He low key just gave it all up. But yeah, he knows the deal. He, you know, and so I thought that was interesting to like, you know, not come from a ton of money and come from like very capable, loving parents to have seven siblings or six siblings, you know, right. a large amount. And then to have lived in every neighborhood in the city and for all your siblings to have gone to different high schools. Right. Um, I feel like you have to have some knowledge of the city and like what the fuck is really yeah, going yeah. on. So I, I think that that's if there's if there's any one person that's impressed me the most in thinking about where this, this city is headed. I think that's the guy. And I and it's funny because like 
as comparison to what we've had with Treyon, who mm. has hit the... I, I mean, I just I want to see what happens. If, if he were to win, the most exciting part of it would be seeing the, 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 the public relations push to put him in a situation where he is the person that's the most conversant African-American politician that's allowed in conversation. Yeah, yeah. Because, right. at, because after that video that Treyon, I got haters, I got this. I said, no, that's y'all's council member. We, okay. we, we, oh, that, that, guy, that guy doesn't necessarily wow. like, represent Wow. All right. A part so of DC that necessarily people want to be, you know, proud yeah. of, unfortunately. Like so, when, wow. so when we come back to the Kojo Namdi show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, you know. Shout out to Kojo. <laughs> Shout out. All right. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with the Bish Sesh. Ow. It's pretzel Welcome back to DC TVD. My name's Ian Taranji. I'm here with my co-hosts, Michelle Bush, Marcus Dowling, and our special guest, the Queen Bee, Molly Ruland. Boom, boom, boom. Can I say a thank you to Molly? Oh. By all means, of yeah, course. Yeah. Yes, please oh, do. Get please your do. tissues out, y'all. No, don't do this to me, man. <laughs> so for a very long time, I knew of Molly, and then we like finally connected, and we talked about this um, last week in, in, our, in our dummy cast of how all of this got connected because I recorded here um, with Geronimo. Geronimo. Yes. But we had talked and it was like, you know what, Michelle, you need a podcast. You need a podcast. I, we got to <laughs> sit down and talk. We've got to do something. And it finally came together. Ian reached out. Marcus said, 
this person. You said this person, and it happened to be me. And it's so awesome. I listened to your podcast last week, and I was like, oh. Yeah, so I just had to say thank you. One Love Massive is just so super cool. I remember... 8th Street Fest. And the thing is, Molly mm. and I are actually neighbors. Yeah. Um, so we're in the crazy. Trinidad. Yep. We're in the crazy ANC 5D blah, blah. Um, with that one particular ANC member who we just can't get rid of. Uh, <laughs> Kathy <laughs> Henderson. Yes, Kathy Henderson. Yeah, I've had more run-ins with her than oh. I. The yard sign stealing. Yeah, she's just her little blue car. Somebody broke into it. And, you know, and I'm still fighting to get Molly back onto next door because they put her off <laughs> no i left oh, oh i was yeah. like got to go yeah. <laughs> i left so, on that site for like yeah 10 days that was it couldn't that was it. it no it's just you know what it is it's the people that are on there they can't handle it they they can't handle the realness yeah. and the stuff that they put on it's just like okay whatever so yeah. i just want to say thank you really quick well official thank you. t street murderers yeah Gang, gang, gang. Was that stuck more, off the realness was that more like of a oh chicken oh okay <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah. Well, well, thank you. It's an honor. It's an honor to have you guys here. I love to see, you know, the dots connect and, uh, you know, the universe always provides, man. Always. You know? Always. Yeah. yeah. Gotta believe. Gotta believe. I feel like I feel like this is. I feel like this is working out great. I I I really I I don't know if the listeners and viewers enjoy. It. I enjoy having these conversations and 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 doing this every week. This is so much fun, and I hope. I hope people are, you know, watching and enjoying as well. Anytime I see three of my church members that are, as I'm looking down at my phone, it says so and so is watching, so and so is watching. I'm like, oh my god! But she's, they're they're my cool church members that, that like. She's to like, hear she's me. like, oh my god, is Ian gonna is Ian gonna <laughs> drop an f bomb again? Well, at least on this my episode, wife, my wife thinks my wife thinks that I drop too many f bombs. Well, not like, after this episode of me in here. She'll be like that <laughs> vulgar ass woman. <laughs> vulgar woman. <laughs> yes. I'm a heathen. I tell you. That's, sure that's exactly how my wife would. Be that vulgar one, no. <laughs> no. Not at all. I mean, I like to set the bar pretty high so everybody else can just hang out underneath yeah. it and not offend anybody because yeah. I just go for the. But what you've created here and and the this is a safe space. This is a space for people to to come, and it actually is it's, it's one love, and there's a massive Thank amount you. of people that that come out that support that are a part of it, and yeah. it the the name stands for itself. <laughs> Well, thank you, man. I, I really appreciate that because yeah. that's what um, that's what we're all working towards all the time, man. Yeah. So it's nice to know that uh, the intention is being received Absolutely. properly. Absolutely. And as and as somebody who I consider myself a DC artist, I appreciate what you do for DC arts. How you stand up for artists, um, but, you know. That's always that's yeah. always been why uh, you know I've been proud to have our group be collective members at One Love Massive and, yeah. and to, have the, to have the DC as fuck uh, uh, label, trademarked label, by the way. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> right. Leave it alone. Don't don't try to come over here. Don't and, try to don't try to bring that in here. You know those those people over there in, in the area next to Swamp Poodle DC who tried to. Yeah. If you're if you're if you're in if you're in LA and you want to sell DC as fuck T-shirts, it's probably not. Or much. Or better yet, if you work for the Noma bid and you want to sell DC as hack T-shirts, maybe not do that either. Mm. And there's that. Yeah. yeah. So we 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 went we went so far over on so many of our. Our conversations that we're actually kind of like running up on time, so I think we're gonna. I I think we all decided yeah. that there was enough bishing going on throughout the episode that we can kind of like go without without the bish such this week. Bish. So we're just gonna rock into our favorite things that we saw this week. So who who wants to jump I'll, in first? I'll, I'll start. All right, Mark, yeah. um, lay it on us. 
Your favorite thing you saw this okay, week. Okay, well, it's not the favorite thing I saw this week. It's the favorite thing I heard this week. Um, Janelle Monae has an album coming out tomorrow. <laughs> what? That's mm-hmm. not my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I listened to it early. Yeah, and, um, you, you my bad. All right, my us, bad, Marcus. I didn't know we so were. So give us, uh, give us, give us the preliminary. Can you hum a few the bars? Preliminary. <laughs> did you listen to it on your birthday crown? Did you I hear mean, it? Did I you did hear it, or did you listen to it? <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> good one. I, um, no, I, I heard it. It, it, it touched my heart. Um, I think that I think the thing about this record that makes it important is that it's there's a queer black female who is the most important mainstream American pop star of the moment right now. Wow. Which we've never had. And that's a giant thing to be cognizant of and be aware of because we let Madonna do the thing for a long, long time. And, you know, she had a arc as being like you know sexually free and liberated and open and willing to say all the words right. that lasted for like twenty years. Yep. And Janelle Monae is what? She's like thirty two now. I don't even think she's thirty two. Yeah, but she's 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 at an age where she could. I wouldn't. A, I wouldn't ask her. She could have a same length of run with the kind of music that she is making that people are. It's resonating with people. How would you describe it? How would you describe the out like the, the um, overall I'd say, the overall I'd say aesthetic? It's a, it's Prince. Because mm. mm. she's profoundly, she was, she was working with Prince on this record mm-hmm. when he died. Mm-hmm. That's the, oh. the governing Ooh. narrative. Mm-hmm. So she's like a disciple. <laughs> so this is like the true, like right. her coming out, like officially as like I am also not just you know queer woman who made a record about you know queer issues, but uh, largely queer issues. But I'm also Prince's last disciple. Yeah, which is like okay. Like, exactly, right. Like, goose pimples, you should feel them because it's, it's crazy to come out and say that and be like, mm-hmm. this, is, this is every record that I make from here on in. I have the secret sauce of Prince's musical career yeah, coursing man. through my musical mindset, coursing through my creative process, and whatever comes in the future is directly influenced by this. And I think that sociopolitically, enough people, and musically the record is somebody trying to make a Prince record. Good, bad, or indifferent, whatever you want to think of it. It's not Prince making a Prince record. It's somebody who was influenced by Prince making a Prince record. So that's gonna that's something mm-hmm. to think about. But sociopolitically, what that means is crazy because there's a whole generation of young women, especially, young black women more especially, who are going to have somebody that they're going yeah. to be able to look at mm. in mainstream media every day who is the demonstrably the best artist making music that looks like them, that sounds like them, that speaks. There's a million great trap records on this album. Mm. <laughs> speaks in their aesthetic. Nice. Wow. Fantastic. Says words that they understand in a way that they understand them and is setting the, the precedent for something that could last for like 20 years. So it's something that I, when I heard the record. Wow. And, people, and, people, and a million people will misreview this album. No, that's why that we she's have trying you. To, that she's right. trying to copy Prince. Yeah, they're going to say that's that. They're going to say. But they're not going to stop and go, wait. We just, I literally wrote 800 words about a queer black woman in 2018 who has the best record. So I'm going to post, I read a little bit the Rolling Stone article. Yes, which is a wonderful interview. Right. You're right. 
So I'm, I have to post that. Yeah, it's really, it's a wonderful one. I didn't even realize she was queer until you said that. Oh, God. That. Who, yeah, she who came who out. Did, who didn't know? She's pansexual. No, as soon as you said that, I was like. Pansexual. <laughs> clearly. Yeah. I just don't really like to define people. I'm like, right. whatever, of man. Course, you're yeah. fucking dope. Like, I don't, you know right. what I mean? But that's but, why uh, the sarcasm was was when I posted it on on Facebook. It's like, um, baby, we, we knew that. Oh, I didn't <laughs> even see that post. Um, yeah, it's just funny. Like, I, I didn't like, or oh. that. I didn't see that. I like po- that article about it coming out, or <laughs> yeah. you know, or her coming out. I don't. Yeah. I don't consider myself to have very sophisticated gaydar. Like, I miss a lot. I mean, she does wear a tux, you know. But I was, time. yeah, she was wearing <laughs> things. Definitely bad. <laughs> things and stuff. Ass, things and stuff and stuff and things. <laughs> yeah. It's badass, though. Yeah. She's so awesome. Right, she oh, is. my God. Yes. Do, you have a, do you have a favorite thing you want to share with us for this week? <sighs> Wait a minute. Did we just Do you want a minute to think about Molly? it? Do you want a minute to think about did it? I mean, am, am I setting the bar too low when I say <laughs> the Reese's peanut butter cup coffee creamer that I'm no, 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 anything. How is that? No, anything. anything that makes you smile. I mean, it's, it's, it's that stuff that's like not actually creamer. <laughs> it's like, you know, coffee mate, right. whatever. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. It tastes like Reese's peanut butter cup in your coffee. Like, what's the so, problem? So they, like, you know? so, I mean, is this in the same vein as how they made the, uh, the, the, the Girl Scout cookie? Yes, creamer? which I did not try. Okay, because I like the Girl Scout cookie creamer. Yeah, no, the, it's legit. It's like very chocolate. It's more chocolatey than peanut buttery. Okay. Which, because no. peanut butter and coffee, I don't think would go well. No, but God. chocolate and peanut butter, though. Right. So if you if you turn down the peanut butter and amp up the chocolate, that makes and sense. And that's what they did. And so it's, so like, it's, it's fucking Is good. it like a hazelnut? No, it's of? like a Reese's nut. Like wow. it is literally so like. Pr- and so this session is right. coming to amazing. you by Pepto Bismol because I, these two <laughs> over here are gonna have bubble guts. Yo, that's amazing. Oh, wow. I mean, it's I'm just creamer. You put like a teaspoon right, in of course, it. I mean, no, know. I'm down for this. No, it's, it's amazing. So good. Okay, because I, so I need creamer, so this is good right, to know. Sweet, look, we are both learning something. Oh this is God. great. All right, Michelle, your favorite thing you saw this week? Lay it on us. I'm hoping that this is gonna be my last week, but you already know what I'm gonna say. Wait, can I can I guess? You can go ahead and guess. Cardi B. Cardi B. Cardi B. <laughs> okay. No. So yes. Okay. I so it. I really was trying to 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 think, and I was just like, there is something out there that I'm really gonna enjoy, and it's gonna be my favorite thing of the week. Well, what happens? I get an email that um, from a Facebook group. Ooh, I can't Facebook talk. Group. Facebook group <laughs> that I'm in, and what does it say? The uh, the media training. Um, or something of Cardi B. I say, you've got to be joking me. And I'm literally Don't watching... Don't give her any media training. <laughs> I'm literally watching this woman break down what Cardi B has done as an influencer and how you can do yeah. this within your business. And then what does she do? She says, I need to record a video. I can't breathe. This belly is moving and the baby is moving. <laughs> and I'm getting ready to sit down and take a break. I'm going to do Broccoli Fest. Yes, that but was my I, favorite. But I'm getting ready to sit down because I can't breathe. Cardi B, still, she's favorite great. of the My week. favorite Amazing. Instagram post of hers this week is when she was talking <laughs> about her outfit at Coachella. Yes. And she's like, it just doesn't do anything for my my breasts anymore. No, because, honey, the thing was... <laughs> right. One was like she's looking, like you could, it, She was like, having trouble keeping those you could in look at, like, already. You could see her like looking at the photo as she was I like... I can't believe I'm not following Cardi B. I oh, my... I mean, be. but here's the thing. I've been following <laughs> Cardi B since... Ian what, is outraged. What, wait a minute. Was that the first account that got <laughs> yeah. um, hijacked from yes. first uh, season one yeah. of... Um, mm love and hip-hop that she was on but i mean it's just now people are now doing oh, that's where cardi b came from yes yeah 
they are now in the Bronx. They're, I want to. I want to say the other, the other person to look out for is Amara La Negra. Oh, Amara mm. is amazing. Yeah, that's beautiful. Voice. She She's can no longer. She just needs to walk away from Mona Scott right now. I mean, she does not need another season I mean, of but, but Love she's, and Hip Hop. But she's actually about to release an album. Wow, and it's going to so be interesting. So All just, right, two minutes, two minutes. Let me okay. get let me get my yeah. favorite thing that yes. I saw this week, because I'm going to shout out uh, a mutual friend of Marcus's and mine, Mr. Marcus Moore. Yes. Who um, just, I think within the last week or two, and I, you know... Uh, I know, I know, I know where you're going. With I know, business. I know him from doing uh, Chunky Glasses podcast. He's a, he's a, he's a great, great music writer, uh, a real thinker of music. He's writing a book about Kendrick Lamar, which I, I think is going to oh, be great. Okay. Um, he recently, like within the last two weeks, so he was on BBC News talking about Kendrick. He was, uh, he interviewed Questlove uh, for for Bandcamp. I uh, know he interviewed Questlove for Vulture. For Vulture, okay, and he yeah. interviewed, and then he interviewed Kamazi Washington for Rolling, for Rolling Stone. Stone. And I have been on a huge, huge Kamazi Washington kick. For people who don't know, he's a, a West Coast sort of like a, a cerebral saxophone uh, jazz jazz cat. And yeah, that he last did, record is thirty six minutes long, and it sounds like it's like twice as long. And I, it's I I have Super been dope. I have been obsessed. The harmony of difference. I have been obsessed with that album. I've been sitting with my guitar and on the keyboard just pulling apart all of the for people who don't know, it's like this album with like six songs and each song has like a distinct theme and then the the the, the final song, they take all the themes from all the songs and weave them in beautifully. So, so I have just been pull, pulling long. it apart. It's brilliant. It's beautiful. Oh. It's it's the 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 simplicity Kendrick of that album. This? No. No, no. Kamazi no. Washington. Washington. Oh, okay. And Marcus Moore has been just Killing, slaying the scene. Props to you, Marcus. My uh, guy. I love you, and and uh, I enjoy reading your stuff. And that's it. Yeah. So it looks like we got another episode of DC TBD in the books. In Ooh. the bag, we did it. In, in the, the books. bush. Pause. <laughs> Thank you. Pause. Pause. I need to change my last name. Um, <laughs> if you're listening, fellas, you heard it here first. <laughs> it was a hashtag. Hashtag. <laughs> Body all right, on all this right. political game. We're out of here. Thanks to all our peeps back. Thanks, right guys. Production, you're amazing. Molly, thank you. Yeah. Peace out. We're done. Bye-bye. Peace.